0: Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto's special one-shot movie review for Joker. I'm your host Octavius A. Newman. I'm a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host Adam Jack Napier Teteris. That's the other J name, Jack,
1: also known as Arthur. Uh, no one calls me Arthur though. Mm. Mostly just Jack Napier. Mm-hmm. What up? What to do? How hey, are you? Hey, hey, hey! Listen, man. I'm ready to do this one. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, is your is your are you spiritually ready, emotionally ready, mm-hmm. physically ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We have seen. Well, ask me. Joker. I'm ready. Adam. Are you ready for
1: this? No, scared as hell. <laughs> 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 Ever since we walked out of the theater, I was like, nope. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Don't want to crack oh. that open again. Don't want to relive that trauma." Oh God. It's correct.
0: Uh wow. Wow. Wowie wowie zowie. Uh, Internet. We are going to talk about, review, recap, and discuss yes. Joker. Uh-huh. If you have not seen this movie, beware. Mm-hmm. Warning shot. We are going to spoil this movie. I feel like the the bullets, the gunshots, just poor taste.
1: Beware. It's, it's,
0: it's thematic, but it's just too. Ooh. I say again <laughs> beware. Yeah. We are going to spoil this movie. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the news. We're going to talk about what people are saying. We're going to talk about articles and all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk about comic books in it. Yes. Believe it or not, we're going to talk about Crime Alley. We're going to talk about Crime Alley. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff that happened in this movie and the whole Batman mythos and Joker stuff. So. Uh-huh. If there's any part of that that I just said that you are afraid of being spoiled about, listen, warning shot, we're going to spoil it for you. That's right. There's a spoiler wall ahead of us. Uh And when we blow it up, on the other side of it will be all of our thoughts and opinions on Todd Phillips' newest movie, Joker.
1: Yes, yes. And what a place to begin, even before we get over the spoiler wall. To talk about Todd Phillips, mm-hmm. the director of this film, mm-hmm. the first of, of this genre that Todd has tipped, dipped his toe into, because uh, you might know him by his uh, body of work prior to this movie, Yes, the Hangover series. Like the first Hangover? Uh, I think he did Old School. He did? Yes. Uh, the movie Road Trip. Mm-hmm. Remember that one with Tom Green? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember Tom Green? Yeah, dude. That guy's twisted. War huh? Dogs. That's right. Yeah, yep. so he's um, Starsky and Hutch. He's done a lot of comedies, yes, in a certain kind of comedy, mm-hmm. and you know, clearly quite good at it. As the Hangover films were were extremely popular, mm-hmm. extremely successful. Mm-hmm. But Joker is a left turn. It is uh, it is something brand new. It is a comic book movie, first for Todd Phillips, and it is an extremely different comic book movie than any comic book movie I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm following. And uh, we, we're, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about that. I think it's fitting that someone who has made comedies as, as his career is making a movie about Joker, who in the trailer, if you've seen it, uh, he utters the line, uh, I, I found out that my life is not a, a tragedy. It's a comedy. Mm-hmm. And in the R-rated motion picture, there's a word in between uh, 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 some of those words in that sentence. He uses a cuss word when he says it in the movie. Because mm-hmm. Joker is one twisted guy. He's, what a nut, this guy. Huh? What a weirdo. You told me that but there's a there's a whole twisted <laughs> thing mean, going on on the internet. a whole meme. That I'm I unaware of. I think there's 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 a whole thing online where people are poking fun at the edginess of this movie before the movie has come out. And most people have seen it. Folks are poking fun at it and saying, wow, Joker, what a, what a twisted guy. What a, what a crazy guy. Uh, and I I guess playing with that idea, I don't really know like where the punchline comes in, but it is just sort of, you know, when sometimes a meme just evolves, you're not even sure where it started Hmm. or where it's going, but it's a meme now and it's all over my Twitter timeline. Uh, people talking about Joker, who have not yet seen it. Hmm. i seen it. you seen it.
0: I have seen it. And here we are. And here, here we discuss. are. So, before we get into that, just to let you guys know, if you want to get more stuff like this, if this is your first time joining us... Send us money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> not going to argue with you about that. Your first time listening, this is not the normal episodes that we do we have regular episodes we talk about movie uh, comic book reviews yes current events and we do conversational deep dives and stuff like that please feel free to subscribe to the podcast send us questions talk to us on twitter at octavia st newman at adam tedris at comic book junto Mm. we have a facebook group that you can join um it's just called comic book junto feel free to join us there have conversations with us talk to us and stuff like that all you gotta do is accept the rules for the group mm-hmm. and you can be a part of that. And you can also send us emails, comic junto at bare That's spelled B three A R dot com. Also on the YouTubes, mm. you can check us out on YouTube cause we're doing trailer review, trailer reactions. We're doing some other stuff on YouTube. So there's some other places that you can reach out to us. Yeah. Feel free to invite people to join the Junto, invite people to listen to the podcast Join the conversation. We love having these conversations in public and love having them with you. So just want to put that invite out there before it's showtime. And it's time for us to go ahead and get into this. So, yeah. Joker, Uh huh. spoiler walls ahead of us. Put it up. You've been warned. If you don't want this,
1: vacate now. I've been doing this lately. Every time we do a one shot and we put up a spoiler wall, I've got to come come up with like a thematic analogy for what this spoiler wall is. And I think this is the bridge entering Gotham city. All right. Mm. Uh, and uh, this is the last exit. Yeah. This is the last exit to turn off of unless you want to uh, find yourself in Gotham City. We're headed there right now. That's the spoiler wall. Um, it's up to you if you join us. If you do, we we don't want to take any of the experience away from you. If you are a member of the Blackout Congregation, yes, uh, it, which only watches one trailer mm-hmm. and then decides, you know, do I want to see this movie or is it not for me? And uh, if we, we, we don't want to spoil this experience for you because it is an experience. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh,
0: so highly suggest that you go watch it first, then come, pause this, go watch it and then come back. That's right. But if you've done that, here we go. Countdown. Three, two, one. Spoilers. It's your fault. If you're still here, it's because you want to be here. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with the synopsis. What do you say? I love this part of a one shot. Because it's it, this
1: is the most innocent part. This is the most pure part. Okay. Where you read the synopsis from IMDb, which apparently we learned is sometimes written by a user of Random the website. Dudes. So,
0: yeah, I'm on Fandango right now, <laughs> and I'm going to read. So, yeah, let's, let's read the Fandango, John, first. Yeah. All right. So this movie, rated R for strong, bloody violence. Yes. Brief sexual images, language, hmm. and disturbing behavior. Runtime, two hours and two minutes Uh synopsis failed comedian Arthur Fleck encounters violent thugs while wandering the streets of Gotham city dressed as a clown disregarded by society Fleck begins a slow descent into madness as he transforms into the criminal mastermind known as the Joker yes yeah now
1: I find that interesting because it says as he transforms into the criminal mastermind known as the Joker that That piece of context, I feel as though it is known by all. Joker is one of the most iconic story villains ever. He's like up there with Darth Vader, you know? Everybody knows Joker. As many people know Batman, know Joker. Because they are two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. And um, I find that interesting because we don't actually see Joker as... A criminal mastermind in this movie. He's not no. much of a mastermind. We we just know that this is an origin story for a character that we are all familiar with. At that, it's an interesting story because this is an alternative world. This is a a separate Gotham than a Gotham that we have ever seen. Could, would you agree? This is not this is not like your standard uh, Dark Knight universe.
0: Uh, in a
1: way. In a way, yes, and in a way no. Like I don't think the Suicide Squad movie and this movie share the same universe.
0: Um I think in the sense of if we're point, if we're calling out specific movies, yeah. no. If we're talking about the concept of Gotham, yes. Mm. Okay. If we're talking about Gotham in a like a holistic sense of like an icon for a particular type of place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if we're if we're pointing at nineteen, you know, if we're pointing at uh, Michael Keaton Batman movies, no, sure. If we're pointing at Scott Snyder Batman comics, yeah. no, yeah. But like we talked about, and this is something that's coming in the future, our our review of Superman nineteen seventy eight, yeah, it reflects on what the storyteller wants to say. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Let me tell you something else I found. So I go I go to IMDb. And then there's an actual there's another uh, there's another plot written. This one says written by Warner Brothers. Joker centers around an origin of the iconic arch nemesis and is an original standalone story not seen before on the big screen. Todd Phillips' exploration of Arthur Fleck, Joaquin Phoenix, a man disregarded by society, is not only a gritty character study but also a broader cautionary tale.
1: Okay. Cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're setting the scene here. Yeah. Usually on a one shot when we do an episode like this, we start with our gut reactions. Yes. So let's start with the gut reactions. This is the feeling that you felt in the bit of your stomach. Mm-hmm. Maybe you needed to work on it. It was just the thing that you you had the raw material. Right. After the, the, the credits, credits. Are rolling. Yeah. The credits have begun, and you're just sitting in your seat thinking. Mm-hmm. Octavius, what was
0: your gut reaction? My gut reaction was <sighs> yeah, that exhale,, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, wow, that uh, wow, uh, okay, you know, it was just like that that was it. It was like, I think we all just sat there quietly, yeah, we didn't really say anything to each other,
1: yeah. I know that we didn't discuss anything until the end of the credits. They yeah. had rolled. And then we we're just sitting there and the lights were coming up. And that was the first time I felt comfortable saying a word. I think my reaction was very similar to yours. It was the same. It was, oh, all right. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 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 And it's been like that <laughs> for like three straight days. Mm-hmm. It's been like 72 hours of me just feeling that. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Right. I wake up in the morning. <sighs> you wake up in the morning to Arthur Flex? Oh, no. And then I go to sleep. I'm like. <clears throat> you go to sleep to Arthur Flex. I wish I didn't trying to get it out of my mind i feel like i have a little ptsd i felt shell shocked mm. you know like i felt like i had experienced something like i i saw something i wasn't supposed to see i wish i didn't see interesting uh, I, I i felt uh a very visceral response and it, i've spent a lot of time trying to dissect that response to prepare for this conversation mm-hmm. and I, I sense that i'll probably try to unravel a little bit of that on, yeah. this, on this episode between you and I. Yeah. But yeah, that's my gut reaction and yours. I think we had just about the same one.
0: Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about what the ride home was like. Mm-hmm. For, at least from my perspective, we were riding home. with The theater where we saw the screening was like 45 minutes away from where we all live. Yeah, So we had to make the trek. And on the ride home, I was just trying to give you your space. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I was trying to like, Decipher what was going on with you With me Without Without like Encroaching Because it felt It felt like you were like It's like talking to someone With their mouth full It's like trying to ask someone To talk to you While they're chewing food mm-hmm. It's like I'm, You're just kind of pointing your, Like give me Let me just You know Hold on I'm I'm chewing mm-hmm. So I wanted to go like What do you think What do you think Like what do you What's What's happening But it just seemed like You were in the middle of like processing all of it
1: yeah well i mean from my stance it was it was almost as though i was in my therapist's office and i'm just like word salad mm. i'm just brain dumping yeah all of these feelings sensory experiences blah i think that i felt this but i don't know about that and i mm-hmm. think the, i believe this thing about this but uh, it's a double standard and I don't know, but uh, I mean, the under the undercurrent of the entire thing as I'm working it out while we were in the car on our mm-hmm. way home and between these couple days and here we are right now mm-hmm. is, uh, is, is at least one commonality. I was very disturbed by this movie, mm-hmm. more so than I expected to be. Mm-hmm. Truly, I was very disturbed by this movie. I continue to be disturbed by this movie. The further away I get from it like I can be silly toward it and I'm like oh wow what a zany movie it's rated R don't take your kids you know because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's nasty but like yeah the moment moment the movie was over I was I was rocked a little bit definitely more than I thought I would be yeah and I've been trying to figure out why exactly that is uh what what about this for some reason has touched a nerve with me mm-hmm. in in a way that other movies or books or TV shows or comics don't Mm. Uh, and so I've been trying to process that, ask questions of myself, pose questions that unfortunately can't be answered by the filmmakers. Um, you know, put them out there. Like, well, why was this thing happening? Just try to open these channels to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had said something to me in the car on the way back, and this, this is something that I've been thinking about. Is, like, I, I, I want to, in the course of this conversation, and for myself going forward, really center all of my responses on myself. This is my feeling, my interpretation. These are my thoughts. This is where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. try as hard as I can to uh, steer away from deciding that I know exactly what the movie was trying to do, mm-hmm. according to me, um. Although you know there are a lot of things that I saw this movie do, and I interpreted it in a way, and um, I I guess that this is as good a time as any to just start talking about what
0: the movie is, what we even saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk, let's kind of recap what happened in this movie, and let's also, you know, what actually I think it would be cool to take a step back because not everybody's like us. Uh huh. We come into this movie with a relationship with the character. And the intellectual property of the Joker. Yeah. And I, Batman's my favorite character. You know, I'm a huge Batman fan. Yeah. And Batman's relationship with the Joker is something that I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on. Batman's
1: relationship with the Joker is, is serious. And we talk about that relationship from time to time. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of caught in a loop with one another. Mm-hmm. I think they're both obsessed with their work. And in a way, they're kind of obsessed with one another. Yeah. Um, What is your relationship with the
0: Joker? My relationship with the Joker is the biggest joke that the Joker, I think there's a self-awareness that the Joker has Mm -hmm. that Batman doesn't have about himself. Mm -hmm. And that's the funniest, like my understanding of Joker is that's what's so funny. Hmm. What's so funny is I know I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I understand I have a self-awareness. I know what's going on with me. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. I know why I I know why I'm doing it. I've decided. I figured it out. I'm not confused about it anymore. Yeah. The thing is, I have an honesty. And a directness and a transparency about me.
1: Oh, now that's interesting because I would never use the word honesty when I think of the Joker.
0: Okay. there's an But on- I see what you're saying. There's an honesty within himself that goes, yep. I'm nuts. This is what I choose. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and lean right into it. This is what I'm going to do. And the funny thing that the joke and what's funny to the Joker is everybody else is crazy. Mm-hmm. You think that you're not. Mm -hmm. That's what's so funny. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend my entire life creating circumstances and situations that show you yourself, Mm -hmm. that highlight, you're no better than me. Mm -hmm. I'm no worse than you. The difference is I'm bold enough to just do it. Mm -hmm. I'm the person who's going to cause the chaos that's really going on, but I'm going to do things and create circumstances that make you go, see? See that? See yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you see how you're acting? You see how you're responding? You know and I me mean? we're not that we're not that different. Now you're describing
1: Joker as a character.
0: Yes, um, and, big
1: like like big picture. Big picture. The big Joker, picture, you know, like, the archetype. This I'm is not, what the I'm character is. I'm not pointing
0: is. at a particular issue or a comic or a movie, Right. but I'm thinking about the general concept of this character. Is he's not like, ooh, 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 like just some sort of silly jester? Well, I think he's he generally
1: com- can be. He- you know, I mean, in the same way that Batman has been portrayed in a lot of different ways. Right. We've seen a lot of different. Jokers. Right. And I, I I feel like I could argue, at least in movies anyway, up until Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker, we had mostly seen the Ooh, ah, he, And it's been like it's more slapsticky, it's more
0: silly. It's right. like when that I sort get of when joke. I get into the comics, uh-huh, I see a guy who's like I'm the only person that gets you. Batman. Uh-huh. I'm the only per- I am literally the only person that gets you. Mm. And no it, like my whole life. Is showing you yourself. Hmm. I'm showing you you. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you, you and I. Like we've talked about this a lot. Like the difference between a hero and a villain is what they do with their air quote powers. It's what they do with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the Joker could put that same energy into being positive
1: oh yeah he he could put all that energy into starting a small business and helping his community and yet he, he chooses to poison the
0: water supply and the of question Gotham. is why why do you put on a cape and a cowl and dress up like a human bat and why do i dress up like a clown mm-hmm. it comes from trauma Hmm. You know what I mean? It's how we're dealing with our trauma. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got your crime alley. I've got my crime alley. And your what you've always said is in so many words: I don't want to know what the Joker's crime alley is. That's right. I don't want to know. Yeah. But I think what this movie does is goes. Here's this crime alley. Uh huh.
1: Here it is. Or here is a crime alley because this is not a DC universe we've seen in comics or movies or anywhere. So for me, it feels like a suggestion. This is a possibility. This is a possible story. Well, you know how the Joker said like that his origin story was multiple choice. Yeah. Right. And I feel like this is one of the multiple choice. This is a choice.
0: I've just gone very long winded. What's your relationship with the Joker? Well,
1: uh, part of the reason why I asked is, you know, you describing the Joker as a character, through time and through mm-hmm. so many different stories mm-hmm. the the question that i wanted to lead to is do you see that joker that you described in this movie yes you do yes is it i mean is it is it what you would expect the joker to look like in this movie was there anything surprising about this movie was, i felt this, very it sur-
0: was absolutely surprising
1: yeah i felt very Taken off guard by the movie, I, I agree. Even I agree. though I I see the uh, uh, similarity to the character that I know, I was yes. still found myself like, "Whoa!" Yes, I, I I guess I saw that coming,
0: but I did not. Well, I I see the origin. I see the like I said, I see the I see the I see the radioactive spider. Uh-huh. I see the gamma rays. Uh-huh. I see Crime Alley. I see you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I this this is the origin story. Sure. You know, this is where it, it comes from because yeah. it comes from somewhere. Sure. You know, and I go, yeah. The guy I just described in the beginning of this podcast, I see how that guy could come from this. Sure. Yeah. I like I can make the connection and go, oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I get that makes how, sense you go to the point where you just cuz the jump ahead we see at about 75% into the movie he's just like yep yep yeah yeah i'm just going to you know what i'm it. here i am here i am uh-huh. here's what it is yeah this is just what it is like i'm not going to keep trying to play like it's not
1: there's definitely a pivot in this movie in which arthur fleck becomes joker is wearing it now and is not afraid of it or doubtful of it or uncertain of it is just leaning into it. He
0: literally says, you can't take anything from me.
1: Yeah. I have nothing to lose. And there's an
0: aspect of the Joker that I like the, the, the icon of the Joker. That's just like, what are you going to do to me? Sure. What can you do to me? Sure. That's the thing that's funny about him. The Batman's like, what are you going to punch me? Uh Yeah. You're not going to kill me. What you going to do? Yeah. What can you do to me? Yeah. I can do a lot to you, but you can't do anything to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I've just given myself over to my belief system, my worldview, and you're playing around. hmm Oh, I I I oh I don't kill anybody. I bet you kill somebody if I do this. Mm-hmm. Let me show you how what you're saying is not true. I kill people because I know I'm gonna kill people, but you're playing like you won't. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Bet you I can get them to kill somebody. I bet you I can get you to kill me. Mm-hmm. Which is the ultimate joke. Sure. I'll die laughing if I can get you to kill me. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's, uh, it harkens back to
1: Killing Joke, Alan Moore's story about Batman mm-hmm. and Joker, mm-hmm. which is, and the Dark Knight. And Dark Knight, of course. Uh, you know, I'm alluding to the surprise of this movie, the way that it caught both of us off guard. Yeah. One of the things, just to, just to clarify, since this is a movie review and we're talking about the film itself, uh, one of the things that I'm alluding to is the, the seriously visceral violence of this film mm-hmm. is real. This is not the first time we've ever seen the Joker do anything violent in a movie. Right. But in this movie, it feels different. The circumstances, the stakes, the environment, the context are different. Mm. And uh, one of the reasons why I believe they are different is this movie presents this character in the least possible fantastic way. It is the least fantasy. It is the least fictional. It is the least comic book removed. We don't have a masked crusader in this movie. There is no Batman at this point. No. We don't see other villains. Gotham is not a it's not even a cartoonish display no. of debauchery and, and looks like degenerates. York, 80, 70, it looks New real, real similar. Uh and it's it, it, the movie is is purposefully grounded in as much reality as possible. Mm-hmm. So when violence happens and it is extremely violent, uh though not as violent I guess as John Wick III, uh, when violence happens in this movie, the stakes are different. People died, and those people had relatives, and Mm -hmm. people react to it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And the blood feels different, and the brain matter looks different, and everything has a gravity that a movie like, say, John Wick 3 just sort of throws to the wind. You know, John Wick is like a superhero. He may as well be a superhero. Mm -hmm. He's just a different kind. And this is not that. This is posing... Uh, Maybe it's a question or just a portrayal of a character that was raised in as realistic terms as possible. A phrase that I used when we were in that car ride after the movie that uh, it occurred to me. One of the reasons why I think this touched a nerve with me is this is a comic book character that I know is violent. Mm -hmm. But there is very little safe distance between me and him in the film. No. When I see Dark Knight... And Heath Ledger is doing his thing. He's making pencils disappear. Ta-da! And it's like, it's over the top. He dresses in a way. It's over the top. The crime bosses, they're over the top. Batman exists. He's got gadgets and he's zipping around and he looks like a bat. It's all over the top. Mm -hmm. And that creates a safe distance. This is a fantasy. This is different. This is a separate world. Mm -hmm. I can enjoy it at a safe distance. Joker, I do not have that privilege. And I found myself feeling uncomfortably close to it. And it was uncomfortably close to me. Mm -hmm. And part of that, I I have to admit is one, Joaquin Phoenix does an incredible job as an actor transforming into a believable character. He, I mean, truly does a a stupendous job becoming Arthur Fleck, becoming Joker. And it is, it's, incredible. I was transfixed just watching his performance. He's a terrific actor. And two, Todd Phillips and the the rest of the folks that made this movie did an excellent job. They executed this film very well. So, you know, plot holes to me didn't really seem apparent. There's not a lot of loopholes. I wasn't asking a lot of questions of feasibility. Could that really happen? Did this really
0: happen? No, like no, I, no, no. Everything, everything in this movie that I can think of All seemed like what I like about movies. Yeah. What's the intent? What's the obstacle? And do I buy it? Yeah. And it's like, yep, Uh I buy it. It all makes sense. I see how that goes together. I see why this person would do that and I see how they would do that and Mm -hmm. this would happen here. And Mm -hmm. yep, like there's no, I never picked my head up out of the movie and was like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. How, what, what, what's going on here? Like just storytelling wise, I'm able to follow step by step by step. Sure. And go, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. And this is really uncomfortable and yeah. bothersome that this person is going through this. Mm-hmm. And yikes. Yeah. You know, like yikes indeed, yeah. Man, this is a lot. It is. And it, and that's why
1: my gut reaction after I saw the movie was like the emotional version of the phrase too soon. Hmm. The way that I felt reminded me of the way that I've felt when a friend would crack a joke about 9/11 close to when it happened. Okay. And I would have this in- internal response. would be like, "Ugh, too soon. This uh, is too fresh."
0: I'm um, I am Well, why don't we, before we get into that yeah. Why don't we quickly do like a recap of this movie here? Yeah, like, yeah, sure. We have Arthur Fleck who is a person who lives with his mother. Yep. And is seeing a counselor at some sort of like social a social worker social worker yep. for mental illness. That's right. Like someone who writes
1: prescriptions for him or at least allows him to get a prescription yeah. for I think 7 types of medication that he's on. So it is very early established that uh, he is going through some stuff. He has he has some disorders that mm-hmm. he is trying to medicate he's working through. One of those disorders is a little clever uh, I found it was kind of an interesting uh, remix on a concept. Is the reason why he laughs? Love this. So uh, he is laughing uh, in uncomfortable situations, yes. and we see him pass a laminated card, about the uh, size of a business card, mm-hmm. to someone. To and, and the card that explains, "I have uh, this this disorder. I, I have a condition. I have a condition, and the condition is that I have this." emotional response or I'm laughing My even life. though it doesn't actually line up with the way that I feel. Right. And it's, you know, a way of explaining this is what's happening. I apologize. I understand how it looks. I under- understand how it sounds mm-hmm. and then it's given back to him and this is the laugh. That is, I I found, very interesting, like truly clever and interesting and a fresh take because, again, we're trying to root this in reality. Yeah. I don't think this condition exists but I can perceive it. Yeah. Truly. Truly. And now we have a new laugh. And the laugh is so signature to Joker.
0: And it's so interesting because when you see the way Joaquin Phoenix is performing this laugh, he's doing it in a way that that is like, it's really disturbing to watch. It is. Because he's laughing. Like laughing. Yeah. But the visual is he's hurting. Yeah. He's, he's like, Ah, ah, and he can't stop. His face looks like he's in pain. Looks and the first like time crying. we see it
1: is when he is uh, sitting down and speaking with a social, social worker It's uncomfort- after he had what appeared to me uh, gotten a couple of ribs broken and kicked in by getting
0: jumped. It's uncomfortably long, yes. the way Todd Phillips shoots it. It's really long. Yeah. It feels like an eternity. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like a an eternity like the laugh is not genuine. Yeah. You know, it feels like he's forcing himself to laugh. Yeah. And then when you get it, you're going, Oh my gosh, that, that must be horrible. Sure. Like, it's like he laughs when he's nervous. He laughs when he's scared. He laughs when he's uncomfortable and he can't not do it to the point where he's clutching his stomach, Mm -hmm. grabbing at his throat. The way that he plays it, it, it looks a
1: little more reminiscent to experiencing a seizure. Then yes. you know, intentionally having a ball of a time because this is so so funny. Yes. Although I would say that the transition in the movie is at a certain point in time, he's just leaning into it. I don't give a shit if you think this is weird. I'm laughing. Right? That doesn't start that way in the movie, but later
0: right. that's where we end right. up. And we and what and as I'm saying that I go, Oh, that's smart. It's a clever trick. That's interesting. You know, okay, if this if the Joker was a real person. Why would he laugh like sure. that? Sure, sure. You know, like
1: it seems so surface level when I think about it. Why would he laugh like that? Because it's a condition. Oh, but,
0: but the, the way the that this is
1: executed is is believable and it it grounds it definitely.
0: Yes. Yeah. So we see this guy Arthur Fleck. He lives with his mother. His mother is writing letters to Thomas Wayne. Ah, Thomas Wayne is around. okay. Thomas Wayne is here. Who is Thomas Wayne? Thomas Wayne is you know in as we know him. Very rich billionaire person, yes, married to we're assuming his wife, and we see that he has a son. Martha. Yes, mm-hmm. Martha, and we see he has a son. He's running for mayor. Mm-hmm. Arthur's mom's writing these letters. Why do you keep writing these letters? Oh, well, I worked from 30 years ago. We're gonna come back to that later on. Arthur is also a clown. He's mm-hmm. literally a clown. He does birthday parties and so and so and so. And he's also trying to be a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. So basically, we fast-forward in this thing. He's gotten attacked on the on the street. Things aren't going his way. He asks for a higher dosage of medicine. You know, he's doing all this various stuff. Um, what am I missing here? At some point. He starts. He he meets um, one of his neighbors mm-hmm. in the Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats in the elevator. Yes, and you know that's where the connection happens. There, fast forward, we see what's ultimately going on here. That this guy. Is trying to figure out how to be a comedian, trying to figure out how to live in the world, and things just ain't going his way. Yeah. No matter which way they slice it, everything that goes on just goes bad. He goes to see the social worker. They're shutting down the program. He can't get his medicine. He gets—one fu- of one of his coworkers gives him a gun because he's getting beat up out there. Yeah. Which I went and I watched The King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. And I see where Todd Phillips might have gotten that reference from, from The King of Comedy.
1: Yeah, so this movie is interesting uh, because it it takes a lot of cues from Scorsese's movies. Mm -hmm. And King of Comedy is a big one. And Taxi Driver is a big one. Yeah. And I don't know when the last time was that you watched Taxi
0: Driver. I started watching it today. I got about 45 minutes. Yeah, so these films are
1: really, I saw it a while ago. Truly similar. And sometimes you see a movie and it's like, ah, you know, you can see some of the influence on Mm -hmm. it. Joker really feels like an amalgamation of... Of those two films. And I would say the icing on the cake is you've got De Niro, Robert De Niro, actually playing the role as a late night TV show right. host. right? And
0: yeah, it's, it's eerie. There's, there's a lot there. It there's, I mean, yeah. It's a lot there. Uh-huh. Um, so he loses the job because he brings this, this gun with him. Yep. To this hospital. To a hospital. Kids.
1: And in the moment, I felt bad. I understood what was happening. And God, this, this guy's having a terrible time. I feel bad. And every time I would feel sympathy for the character, I would catch myself and try to stop. Why? Because I knew where we were headed.
0: Why, why can't you feel sympathy for him?
1: I can. I can. Okay. And, and I recognize that like, th- this is what's designed. I'm, 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 in, I'm supposed to feel sympathy for him. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a good job. I'm finding myself. I was basically like trying to fight against gravity. Mm. because i know where we're going and i don't want to feel sympathy for him and this falls in line with my general belief about this movie and uh, uh at large is i don't want an origin story anyway
0: i just don't I, got, we, I would like to know more about that why you don't want an origin story because it's very it's very interesting uh-huh. like that take is interesting to me uh-huh. it's like huh why not
1: So I'm I'm not interested in this type of I knew I was not interested in this type of movie, but it looked beautiful and I really like watching Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, it was beautiful. Yes, and both of
0: the craft of this movie is amazing. Yeah, and
1: both of those things are true. And uh, the reason, part of the reason why I don't want this type of movie is because I find myself adverse to having things be over explained. I like when my imagination does more work and does all the filling in the blanks. That's just more fun for me. It's a more mm-hmm. exciting endeavor. And when it comes to Joker, I've always appreciated that my my sense of Joker, his mythology is, God, Where? how did this person happen? Where did this person come from? Mm-hmm. And as I pose that question for myself, I find that it's mostly rhetorical. I enjoy dabbling in figuring that out. I don't necessarily want to have a canonical explanation. I don't want to have someone tell me, I I it it it's almost like it it takes some of the fun away. Like if I got a Mad Libs and all of them
0: all the little blank spaces uh, were filled in already. That's a good analogy, and I I, I, follow, I can follow that very well. So it's you it, you like you like being able to come up with your own choose your own adventure. Yeah, and I I find that there is an artfulness
1: in a story that is told well enough that those missing spaces don't cripple it. They don't ruin it. It's like it enhances it. It gives me if there are cracks here that i can fill and that makes it seep into me it's like i have to figure it out for myself and i'm obsessing over figuring out where this character came from and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of fun the the more i see the origin of joker the more i realize that joker is just a dude he's just a dude mm-hmm. and while i understand inherently that that is genuinely terrifying I don't know. For me, I think it takes a little bit of the magic away. What? What? Can you tell me more about that? Like, what part does it take away? It's hard to describe. I don't know. I don't know why, but the first thing that came into my mind right now, Mm -hmm. the analogy was like, what if you found out that Santa Claus was just a guy? And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's Tim Allen. (laughs) But that movie was cool. Right. So...
0: That analogy does not work. Well, what do you mean, just a guy? What, is that, what does that mean, just a guy?
1: I don't know. I, I think uh, I like a mythology that says this, this character is bigger than people. It's a concept. It's, there's, there's something out there. It's bigger than people. We talked in the car a little bit. Uh, comic books and comic book characters, for me, they're kind of my gods. They're my deities. They're, mm. they're these larger-than-life figures that are pure mythology. They represent something and it's up to me to figure out what they represent. And I enjoy figuring that out. Like it's a puzzle and finding out that it's just the guy and anybody could get so messed up as to become like Joker or, you know, any number of other comic book characters takes a little magic away from me. Hmm. I understand that's the intent. The intent is to make it scary, uncomfortable, close, gritty, realistic. It's not something that I would deliberately ask for. It's not something that I would. Desire
0: by default. That's interesting because as as I think about this situation and, you know, ultimately concluding the story, things don't go well. Yeah. He's had it. He's had enough. Yeah. He finally breaks. He he's finds been out- seeing Z beats. And and
1: that's an interesting thing because we've been talking I and mean, the whole time I was looking over in your direction. Like, what is she doing? Exactly. Hanging with it. The-? And then we exactly th- discover that he has been seeing her. But she's not been seeing him.
0: Yes. Um,
1: So she has all been
0: in his head. That's right. It's a figment of his his imagination. Mm -hmm. He gets fired from the clown place. That's right. You know, he finds out that the story about his, that his mother's told about himself is not
1: true. A pivotal moment in the movie is when he's on the subway and he uh, uh, sees that there are these three guys in business suits, young guys in business suits, and they are uh, catcalling this woman Mm -hmm. and they're this seemed like they're drunk and they're trying to harass her. And instead of doing anything, you know, Batman would whoop their ass. Yeah, so we were a different movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, I- instead of doing anything that uncomfortable laughter starts and he's just cracking up and he can't stop and he's mm-hmm. trying to. Mm-hmm. And these three business guys go over and kick the shit out of him. Right. And he got the hammer on him. Though. And he had the gun that was given to him earlier and he uses it and he shoots and kills all, all three real. of them. And it, I don't know about you, Ak, but I was startled.
0: It, it was startling. It's a, it was it's like the very, first time
1: I've seen gun gunplay in a movie that, like, oh no 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 in a, no.
0: In a in a in a real way, it was almost like I had really saw someone get shot. Yes, you know what I mean. Like it was it was very like startling yes. because it was like I guess the only word I can think of is like primal yeah you know what I mean, yeah because you'd forgotten that this guy had this gun and when he did it he didn't do it with confidence and like power and excitement. it wasn't like I'm st- it was just like this is i'm I'm doing something and I don't even really recognize what I'm doing, yeah, you know, yeah, and that moment, and I think it's coupled with when he finds out and he actually approached you know he he we had the situation where he hears that he's his he's supposed to be you know thomas wayne's son right and all of this stuff and he believes it and he goes and visits wayne manor and for some reason bruce wayne is out there by the gate that's right that's the one part that kind of took me out of it that's Mm -hmm. the one part of the movie that took me out of it Mm -hmm. it's like why is bruce wayne out there by this gate and why are you letting stranger man put his fingers in your mouth
1: yeah i don't know bruce i guess uh you know before he lost his parents was more naive and optimistic and was just open to whatever
0: yeah, and this, we see Alfred. We see you know, yeah. and and when when Arthur actually finds his way in to get a get a hold of Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne's like, look, man, your 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 mom's crazy. She she lied. She adopted you, mm-hmm. and we find out Tom. He's right. Arthur was adopted. Arthur was sexually abused. Mm-hmm. His mother was someone who didn't didn't take care of this adopted child that that she got. Is it is it made clear in the movie? I, I wasn't paying attention. I guess is it made uh, uh, explicit that he was sexually abused? The guy says that.
1: Yeah. Okay. The guy
0: says that he trained him to a radiator. Yeah. And like his his mother didn't do anything about it. She was there. She just uh-huh, you know just let it happen. Sure. So oh, from all of that, we see this guy finally go. You know what? Oh, and, and I think this is the final straw. When you know he goes to his comedy club, he does these jokes, and then, for the show he wants to he wants to be on, they show this film of him doing the jokes on the show, mm-hmm. so all of that happens, and ultimately that's where we see him ultimately become the joker sure, and the whole after he kills these three guys, people are calling him a vigilante, and there are a lot of people who are reacting and responding to. This vigilante or this character taking the law into his own hands or taking, you know, killing these people, and they're interpreting it in a way that says, there's this very clear distinction between rich and poor in Gotham City in this movie. Yeah. And when Thomas Wayne calls the people, calls people who act like that clowns.
1: Right. Because, they, you know, supposedly the guy who uh, killed those guys on the had subway a clown had mask. clown mask or clown makeup. And because of the way that that is circulated through Gotham, through newspapers and television stories, it, it is a story that creates this this groundswell and Thomas Wayne uses that line and calls people of that caliber, that behavior, they are clowns. People who act like that are clowns. And And anybody
0: who is along with him, you are a clown. And Gotham says, oh word. And they go We clowns, I got your clown. Yeah, they go for it. Um, so and and so I'm saying all that to say like well we just wanted to get to that story. So when I see when I see Arthur Fleck and I see him doing this stuff. Mm There's a part of me that goes, yeah, it makes sense how a guy that goes through this, I could see how someone would react like that. Yeah. You know? And I understand how maybe there's a part of it that I don't wanna know, and there's this mythology and all that kind of stuff. And I think the story that I get from this is like, what role do you play in the villains uh-huh. that you have to face? Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just like the villain. Like the Joker is just evil. He's just pure evil. Because I think what that does, when we look at supervillains or villains like that, it creates this: you're a villain and I'm a good guy. This is not a new conversation for us. Yeah. Bad guys, good guys. I'm good. You're bad. That's right. And the reason why I'm good is because I'm good. That's just it. Yeah. I'm just, I just choose goodness Mm -hmm. and you just choose badness. And if you would just choose to be good, everything would be fine. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just choose to be good? Hmm. But what this story does is goes, you play a role in the fact that this guy is bad. World community society. It's something that you can't just walk by Mm -hmm. and just, Take no responsibility whatsoever. Sure. And just point the finger at the person and go, This was your own choice. Yeah. Now, we can't take away responsibility. We can't take away accountability. We can't do that. We have to acknowledge that. How also, we also have to acknowledge in this movie, circumstances that played a role in influencing and creating the opportunities where this individual made these individual decisions mm-hmm. based off the circumstance that he was in. Mm-hmm. And it's not just evil, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, it comes from somewhere. Yeah. Now what do you do with that? Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's hard. Uh, that's hard to deal with. That's hard to look at that and go, when 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 joker says it you walk past me every day yeah and i'm cracking these jokes and now you guys are doing all this but you wouldn't care about me if i was out on the street yeah like he's not wrong it's a very similar uh
1: line of dialogue from um uh, Dark Night, you know, when Heath Ledger says the same thing. You kill one politician.
0: Yeah. And everybody goes crazy. If I kill a gangster.
1: It's a very similar sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. But in this case, it is extremely understandable, resonant. Uh, it sounds familiar. This is where things got really difficult for me uh, as a moviegoer. Um, as the public takes arms and 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 b- it becomes inspired by this, and they, they wear the clown mask, and it's a movement. It reminded me a lot of Occupy and the Occupy mm-hmm. movement, mm-hmm. and the, you know the one percent versus the ninety nine percent, and you know the the, the people who are radicalized and want to see a change. Like, you, this can't be the way. We need to change the system. And these corrupt, wealthy uh, uh, politicians need to answer for all of their crimes. Mm-hmm. And they need to take care of us. And th- there's got to be a change. Uh-huh. This is where things got really difficult for me because... In, in this case, what, what we're seeing in this story is the Joker, an Arthur Fleck, inspiring masses. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the masses at any point are portrayed as bad guys. They're just... What do you mean? Like, they're not, you know, I, I don't think that they're really overtly committing crimes. They're They're... Getting together and protesting—they're—they're they're activists. Those guys were setting stuff on fire. Not all of them. I mean, I'm talking like when Thomas Wayne was seeing a movie and there's there's a a protest, there's a march, there's a rally. They're all. Are you going to the rally, the clown march? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot yeah, of things yeah, felt very yeah. resonant to now. Right? You go, you going to the march on Broad Street against Trump? Oh yeah, I'll be over there. I'll see you. It, right. It felt very familiar. Right. And I don't think. I mean, maybe this is where that safe distance comes into play. There's just none at this point at all because I'm seeing people who are inspired by the actions of this clown who murdered three young people, you know, Mm -hmm. whether or not they were wealthy doesn't really matter so much to me.
0: He murdered three young people
1: who were trying to kill him. That's right. Well, one of them at least was trying to kill him for sure. And then he ran down yeah. at least the third yeah, guy yeah, and yeah, shot yeah. him to death. And yes. So another kind of mm-hmm. thing. But that's there's some gray area there. It could have been self-defense if if Arthur Flex stopped after the one dude. Right. Right. But that's not the case. So I'm I'm seeing that, you know, these these masses that are inspired by Arthur remind me of the masses that are inspired by the injustice in the real world that I live in. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to get even closer now. Now my now my world's like totally colliding with this world on the screen. And and that that runs for a long time, including up through the climax and to the very end of the movie in one of the most shocking displays of of I don't know what I expected, but I got exactly what I expected, but I didn't expect it when Arthur shoots and kills Robert De Niro's character on live television. Yeah. And it was just like, man, the air was sucked out of the room. And You the, get what you deserve. The the march continues and yeah. the people are still inspired, more so yeah. even. Yeah. And uh and I I don't know. I I struggled a lot with the way that the movie portrayed the influence of the Joker and people mm-hmm. surrounding him and lifting him up. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time with that because the, in this it, movie, there's no counterbalance. There's no Batman. Well, there's, what does that say to you? What does that say? I don't know. I I, I I think I've been racking my mind for the the past couple of days trying to figure out what does this say? And the, the actual honest truth is I don't know that it says anything. It says that... I found there, it uncomfortable.
0: It says that it's a fun, it it's it's silly and serious it's like we all know about the joker gang i don't i actually
1: i know you saw that i didn't see that at all you you don't know what the joker gang is no no i know the joker gang you know the goons that run with the joker yeah. and like the clowns and yeah. the dressed in stripes and stuff like yeah, yeah, that yeah, and yeah. they commit crimes the henchmen right yes. um i i actually didn't find that parallel at all in this movie i didn't i didn't feel like that's what it was leaning toward i felt I, I didn't see that it, it, that wasn't a strong enough connection for me to see like oh this is the realistic way that the joker gets henchmen. I see it while that makes sense to me that's not how it struck me in the movie How did it strike you It struck me as as though the movie were saying we need one guy to do these crazy things so we can rise
0: up what makes I, I guess I'm how did you get how did you get that
1: like how did you, that's what they did? I mean, you we, we, had Crime we revisited Crime Alley. Yes. And we have a new line of dialogue in Crime Alley where the guy who guns down Thomas and Martha says, You get what you fucking deserve, Thomas yeah. Wayne. Yeah. And I think that line yeah. kind of seals the deal for me. Like uh, I think that the the masses in this movie celebrated Joker and his accomplishments. And they used
0: some people did, yes.
1: Many. I think, like, okay, a lot. Okay, some, many, a lot. Yeah, and I didn't see any that condemned him except for Thomas Wayne, for example,
0: or the cops. What, I guess what I'm trying to get to is, like, what is the... It's there was like, no counterbalance, you know what I mean? Or are you expecting one? I was. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking Why that
1: is, there would be, like, someone who would be, like, definitively, you know you can't do that, right? Like, you can't do that. You, this is not all right. I was hoping... We're thinking that that would be the case. It wasn't Batman because there's no Batman in this. But I don't think it turned out to be anybody. I don't think anybody really uttered that other than Thomas Wayne, who was you know protecting himself. Mm-hmm. Right? Does that make sense?
0: I think so. I mean, as I'm as I'm listening to what you're saying, there's a part of me that's going, "And
1: well, I guess that's the thing. It's, I I don't have an answer for it. I don't. Sometimes when I watch a movie, I want to know what the message is." Even if it makes me really uncomfortable. Okay. What does this movie say? What is this offering? What is the question that it poses? And uh, by the end of this movie, I don't think that this movie has anything to say. And that- doesn't have anything to say? I don't. And I think it just really unsettles me. Like, I haven't been able to justify its existence- because uh, I, ha- I haven't been able to personally find any meaning in it, which just makes it really uncomfortable for the hmm. sake of being uncomfortable. That's, that's, that's how I've been processing it. Hmm. And that's a weird thing because I admit it was really well made. It was a sight to behold. It was so like beautiful and, and, and well crafted and interesting. And the acting is great. I just don't think it has any meaning.
0: It it doesn't have any meaning. I think that that's a pretty that's a pretty strong statement. Uh-huh. And as I look at this movie, what I think the meaning is, at least what I'm taking away from this is, this is a cautionary story of how villains get made. Which part is the caution? This is it's based off of what you bring into the front door. Tell me more on that. I don't need I don't need DC Comics, uh-huh. Warner Brothers, and Todd Phillips to tell me mm-hmm. that going and killing people in large masses is bad. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I don't. I'm not looking for Todd Phillips to give me a lesson on what's right and wrong because you know that because I know that, uh-huh. and I don't think it's their responsibility. Yeah, I'm not expecting. To go to the movies and get a lesson in morality. Yeah, sure. You know, like, I didn't go into this movie expecting that. Sure. I went into the movie expecting to be told a story. Uh-huh. You know? And I expected the story to make sense, and I expected to be able to follow it, and I expected to have it a beginning, a middle, and an end, and I expected to to get someone's perspective and mm-hmm. insight on on the way they see things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I got that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... When I saw what happened, it's like, this is how someone becomes this. Mm -hmm. And this is how people identify with people who become that. Because there's something in this person who has gone from being an adopted child, first and foremost, we don't even know what happened there, Yeah. You get caught up in the system. Mm-hmm. You get adopted by someone who's not taking care of you. Mm-hmm. You get physically and sexually abused. Mm-hmm. You get then put into the system where you're trying to have someone help you deal with your mental illness, yeah. and medication, that system, another system fails you. Then you get caught up in a city, and a world where things aren't going your way, and things aren't going down the way you want to. Your mind is not the way it ought to be. Mm-hmm. People aren't there to take care of you. Your mother's lying to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 And in light of all that, you're making a whole lot Of bad decisions. Yeah, yeah. And you have a lot of stuff that's working against you, but you're not helping yourself either. Sure. So in that circumstance, in that situation, this is taking the one bad day and stretching it to a bad life. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, you see how someone who goes through a situation like that turns Mm -hmm. into this horrible person. It's not someone who's just waking up in the morning and going, bad things yeah how can i be bad today when i see this character i see a person who's trying who's screaming and yelling out for help and at a certain point forget it i'm Mm -hmm. done yeah what's the point of trying sure what's the point of trying to continue to do right if everything else that is working against me how about i try just not taking the meds Mm -hmm. how about i try just giving in to it Mm -hmm. like you said I thought killing people would make me feel bad. It actually doesn't. Mm-hmm. This actually feels better. I actually feel more liberated. I feel more like myself. But I don't need anyone to tell me that that's bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I don't need Batman I to come in true. and go, the moral of the story is these are all bad. Like, I, that's not Ty Phillips' job, you know what I'm saying, to tell me that this is bad. Sure. So I personally interpret this as, this is the role that we play in the monsters that we have to deal with. we as in human beings, mm-hmm. we as in the world, we as in systems, we as in organizations, we as in me, when I walk by people, what I say to them, what I do, what i don 't do, yeah, you know this isn 't about joker and purple and green and white makeup mm-hmm. this is a this is a this is a storytelling device that shows you something and then allows you to look at it and goes, "Do you see yourself in this?" Hmm. Do you see the role that you do or don't or could play in this? Mm-hmm. Do you see a way that maybe you have an Arthur Fleck in your life? Hmm. What are you doing? Are you stepping in? Are you not stepping in? Yeah. Are you one of the people who are being mean to him? Like when he said to the, to, to the little person, you are the only person who is nice to me. I had a, and I'm not yeah. saying that this is a reliable person. He's a reliable narrator. Because I don't not. think he is. Yeah, I think I think we've even seen that he thinks things are going on that are not really going on. So... Did kids really chase you down the street and steal your sign? Sure. For what reason? Why did that happen? I I, I don't know, but I don't think it's all about making. Sh- it's it's not all about looking for again Todd Phillips to tell me what is right. Yeah, you know I I don't need Todd Phillips to tell
1: me anything about morality. I know what I'm. So, let me just say last me in this last thing.
0: So when we get to at least this is for me when we get to the point where he he acts out like that. Uh huh. Which point acts out? When he acts moment. out and he kills those three guys. Okay. You know, and then people attach to it and react to it. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that goes, oh, that's terrible. There's another part of me that goes, but that's real. That's real. And mm-hmm. why is that real? Not for shame on you alone, period, the end of story. I am good guy on good guy, good side of history. You are bad guy on bad side of history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go, this is bad. This is terrible. Why? Why is this happening? Why do people reate, relate to this? Why do they connect with it? What's going on? And how can we help these people that I already know this is the wrong decision? This is not a debate about if it's the right decision to relate and connect with the Joker. Yeah. It's not what it's about. It's about the fact that people are doing it. Yeah. And what are we, what do we need to do? What can we do? What should we do to try to do something about that?
1: Yeah. I see what you're posing. where i where I disagree is, I don't think this movie asks the question, what should we do? To do That's what I'm like asking, that. right? And I, I, it didn't. The movie doesn't affect me in a way that that strikes me as saying this. This movie is being critical of, like, how do you recognize these signs? What can you do to help someone who seems like they're going through a really bad day or a really bad life? Mm-hmm. Uh, what can you do to prevent this kind of thing from developing? Uh, how can you not get caught up in it? Partly because I felt like I, I was. I was feeling particularly resonant with the you know the people who are activists and protesting and they are unhappy with the way that the world is right now mm-hmm. and they they want to see change. I want to see change. I hate our president. I hate the way that the United States is right now, that the world is right now. Mm-hmm. We got people who deny uh, uh climate change, right? They they just don't buy science. We got a lot of people who are in their own life for themselves and not looking out for anybody else, and so that that sentiment spoke to me in such a way, and I was very disturbed to see them, um, to to see them follow the Joker's footprints without any you mm-hmm. know analysis. I think it would be interesting to see you know someone killed three uh, uh, very wealthy wealthy Thomas Wayne employed. Uh, uh, white dudes on a subway Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it incites a reaction Mm -hmm. what happens when people ask like well well, three people died three three lives were taken Mm -hmm. what about that aren't you disturbed by that i understand that you are like this is this is a trigger for you and you are you're getting into action now you're going on a march you're putting on the clown mask you're fighting against that one percent but like three people were killed what about that what do you mean what about that I mean there's there is no perspective in the movie in which someone says yeah that is bad that is a bad thing but on the other hand that this is an inciting uh uh, uh action and here we are taking you know,
0: taking steps to seeing change. I don't think that's what the cam- I don't think that's what the camera was interested in. So I agree. I, I, I agree. What, I don't think that's the story that Todd Phillips was interested in telling. I agree, and that and thereby the story of the people who relate to this and why and what that looks like. Yeah, it's
1: like watch, like so. I'm, well, here is let me. T- I'll just say this. I'll, I'll, I'll put a bow on it for myself. It, the 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 bottom line for me is ultimately the story that Todd Phillips was was telling, and th- all the way through was was exquisitely made, and I didn't like it. Okay. So, I just didn't like the story. I wasn't... I don't like this. And so, uh, I'm impressed by it. I just don't like
0: it, though. Is there anything particular about it that you don't... that you can, like, pin down that you don't like? Yeah.
1: I, I don't like... I don't like how uh, realistic it is. I don't like that it, it reminds me of real people and real shootings. There's, it, it felt like that, that sentiment that I, I shared a little bit earlier in my gut felt like too soon, the feeling. Hmm. Uh, it, it just felt like that for me. It struck me in a way that I, I, I don't, I don't want to feel this. This whole thing is a bummer. It bums me out. Uh, I don't want to feel this. I'm not looking forward to Halloween when people dress up like Joker. I'm not looking forward to who's seeing this joker on t-shirts i'm just not looking forward to this joker being an idol or being a a pop culture icon because i'm 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 tired i'm exhausted i'm depressed i guess Um, i I don't have the emotional endurance sure (laughs) for this movie and i'm Mm -hmm. looking at it like wow you guys did an incredible job
0: not for me i'll get off this ride that's fine i think it's totally totally okay to be bummed by something oh yeah and go you know what I don't want this the end. Like mm-hmm. I don't have an explanation for you. Yeah. I don't feel I don't feel responsible to explain myself. Yeah. All I know is too much for me, too much for my mental, my emotional, my spiritual. I'm out of here. Yeah. Completely legitimate hit the e-brake, slam on the brakes. Yeah. I'm out. Drift me, around the corner. Let me off. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you, I don't you remember the scene anymore.
1: in the movie uh after uh Arthur kills? The guy who gave him the gun. Yes. And they're in a disturbing scene. It all happens in such close proximity. And he, yes. he kills him brutally. Yes. And smashes his head against the wall. And there's brain matter all over the wall. And his friend, the, the little person, was, was crying and upset and yelling, no, Arthur, why are you doing this? And then uh, he can't reach the latch yes. to let himself out. Yes. And there's this like a very disturbing kind of dark comedy about this because mm-hmm. he's got a he's got to slowly make his way over the body. I was I don't know why this bothered me so much, but the specific line when Arthur says "Don't look at it, don't look at it," I think it reminded me of when I was a kid and I would try to avoid seeing things I didn't want to see, but I would look anyway, mm-hmm. and it would be really upsetting. And I was putting myself in the shoes of this of this other guy, this little person, and in the theater. There were some folks behind us, probably all around us, who were just cackling, laughing riotously.
0: I will tell you and that it, it hurt me. It, it, I will tell you, it was funny. That scene, when this dude went... So, the scene where <sighs> he walks across the body, and it, it it startled me. It was funny, and it was shameful all at one time. Uh-huh. Where Joker's like, Ah! And, the, and he jumps, and he runs over to the... And he tries to open the door. Ah! ah and he can't open the door, and he's trying to reach for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know, I don't know, but I want to assume Todd Phillips is like, this is funny. Yeah. And you shouldn't be laughing. And... This is the kind of thing that the Joker thinks is funny. Isn't it twisted? Why are you laughing? Why do you feel bad about yourself? Look in the mirror. Yeah. You know, and for me, this is Octavius, uh, that range of emotions for me is like, wow, you did that. Like, you took me through I was startled because I was shocked by him doing that. Is he like, it was almost like Pennywise. Oh, you know what I mean? Like sure. he was going after him. Yeah. And then I recognized, oh, this is a gag. Sure. And then when he opens the door a little bit and then he closes it, and I'm like, oh my God, what is he going to do? You know, the and then he lets is him go. Yeah. tension is high. Yeah. And the, the craft of it, the writing, the acting, like all of that is like, whoa, this is masterful. And at the same time, I have to reckon with myself and go, wow, that was an emotional roller coaster. How do you feel about yourself, yeah. Well, that's just you it, know? right? Like and
1: you know, we're all watching it and just trying to process it as we watch it. And then there's the reptile brain and you're like just reacting to what's on the screen. And then right. moments later you're like, Oh God, why am I reacting like that? Yeah. And I I think for me it was it was too much every almost every scene that we had that gentleman i can't remember uh, that actor's name uh uh, every time we we had the uh the dwarf in the movie there was always a joke about his height or a joke about him right Mm -hmm. at the expense of him Mm -hmm. so it had been like two or three or or more uh uh, punchlines punchlines on his gary on his behalf and uh and this one was just yeah, but I, I had enough. I'm I'm not laughing at how this is playing out. Yeah, but behind me there was someone just dying, and that I, was like, oh man, I was so disturbed by that. You
0: know what I heard in our theater? Mm. I heard a ah, <laughs> oh, like I heard. People laugh and then like gather themselves and go. Oh, I'm not supposed to be laughing at mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and it's the same thing that I think a Dave Chappelle does. Dave Chappelle makes you laugh mm-hmm. and then makes you think, and it makes you go, "Ooh, I don't know if I am the superhero of my own story." Mm-hmm. You know, like, "Oh, I want to be." I think even um, what's my man's name who was on Parks and Rec. Uh, Aziz Ansari Aziz his stand up does the the most recent one did the same thing uh-huh. made you laugh and then made you go ah, 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 ah. Uh-huh. look at yourself uh-huh. hold that mirror up yeah. and makes you go oh and I think what this with this, what some of this kind of stuff does is it kind of puts you on your heels says have a seat have a seat mm-hmm. think about it mm-hmm. like it's okay to want to be on the right side of the history. It's okay to want to be, and we can even talk about some of the conversations. Because I think we've covered the movie enough. Sure, let's talk a little bit about like what some people are saying about the movie and some of the effects, and like, you know, is it is it, it dangerous and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there is a part of this conversation and what it's sparking that, to me, is good. Like it's good that we have to have these conversations Mm. because sometimes I feel like, you know, we like to talk about nuance here in Comic Book Junto. Nuance is important. Like it's easy sometimes to just go right is right and wrong is wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. And I think what a good comedian does, I think Dave Chappelle is a great example of this, is he makes you think Mm -hmm. the stuff that you're saying really loud do you measure up to your own criticism? Like, Mm -hmm. are you actually what you think you are? Mm -hmm. Do you believe what you say you believe? You know? And I think that this situation sparks that kind of conversation for us to start really sitting down and going like the violence in this movie. Wait, this is the movie that you want to have a, you want to have a conversation about violence about this movie. This is the one. This is it. Does that surprise you? What does what what
1: does what surprise uh, the general reaction or the I'll use the C word controversy surrounding this film. Does it surprise you in any way?
0: Um, yes, you're, it, yes and no.
1: The, the way that you were uh, uh, expressing this like this is the movie you want to have a conversation about. Like, why not this? It's as good as any other. Right.
0: Well, I guess uh, I guess what I'm saying is keep that same energy. Like, oh, okay. where, where, where did this come from? That's, That's what, what I'm saying. I don't think that this is wrong. I'm like, well, where were you for all the rest of Scorsese's movies? And sure. where were you for all of, you know, this movie and that movie and that movie? Yeah. Like what why why is this movie the one? Like yeah. so what is your actual stance here? Are well, you against violence? Because if you're against violence, let's have that conversation. Sure. About your stance on violence. Sure. You know, oh, you're not against violence. This movie makes you uncomfortable. Sure. Okay, so why is this movie making you uncomfortable? Oh, wait, so wait, so what are you saying? Like what do, like, I'm like What are you saying? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? Because if the point is, I don't like violence, well, then when that looks like to me is, I expect more than you to just fuss about the Joker.
1: Well, you know, to invoke uh, what you just mentioned moments ago is we are all about nuance on the show. And I know that I can explain what makes this movie feel different to me. Uh, whereas I might not have the same reaction to any number of other violent or mature or disturbing yeah. material. Right. And a lot of it is just uh, the the circumstances of my life, my emotional state. Uh, sure. uh, things have changed. I feel different. I'm exposed to... Uh, a torrent of pretty horrible stuff on a regular basis. Yes. And I'm more aware of it. It's it's inescapable. And I, I grew up watching a lot of horror movies and mm-hmm. loved them. Mm-hmm. Was crazy about them. Mm-hmm. I had... It, we've talked about Ichi the Killer and Takashi Miike, mm-hmm. uh, the filmmaker, before the, we started the show. Yeah. I was a big fan of Takashi Mike, and I had all this stuff, and auditioned, and, and Ichi and Gozu, and a number of things. I loved horror movie conventions. I would meet the actors. I would get signatures. I went to a, what was it? A 16-hour movie marathon, locked in a theater. They locked you in? Yeah. And you sleep in there. You watch sixteen hours. You slept while the movie's going. Yeah. No. And I was like, about that life. I was having a good time. I really so let, loved. Let that off real quick. Let people know what time. It horror is. and horror culture. I'm not like that now. You know that like I'm be the first person to say I didn't like this Punisher comic cuz it was too gory. Yeah. You know like my life is just You're turning changed. into your father. <laughs> <I'm> turning <laughs> into my dad. And, like it's just it's just true. I have a different sensibility. I have a different sensitivity. And that means there's some some things that I'm just not here for anymore. Mm-hmm. In the same way that I was a huge fan of horror movies or I was a huge fan of a lot of really questionable, nasty music that hasn't really grown with me. Or when I listen to it or watch it now, I feel differently about it. And in that way, I feel confident that I can say this at least. Mm -hmm. I bet 16-year-old Adam would have loved this movie. Mm Would have been crazy about Mm -hmm. it. I hope that 40-year-old Adam is loving it. I hope in the future I'm able to watch it and just see it differently and be a little Uh, in a different space and and appreciate it. 32-year-old Adam in 2019, too soon. It's too sensitive. It's too
0: raw. I think that that, that's fine. I think I might need to clarify what it is that I'm saying. Yeah. There's a um, conversation that I'm understanding as a criticism of this movie over its violence. Okay. Not a critique of... Why don't you like this? actually that's not that's not what I'm that's not what I'm responding to.
1: I don't think it's about the violence. I think the controversy is not about the violence. What is the controversy? I mean in my this is the best way they can sum it up. In 2012 there's the Aurora shooting, the mass shooting in which someone killed 12 people in a movie theater, injured 70 yep. during a screening during a screening of Dark Knight Rises. Right. So we are have the like the Batman commonality. But for whatever it's worth, even if it means absolutely nothing, it's just a it's, it's a reason to instigate the trauma, right? It's like, it's similar. Uh, the guy who uh, shot, those, shot and killed those 12 people and injured 70 uh, dyed his hair a different color, which is, a I don't know, like Joker. There's some trauma that's exposed there. Yeah. And I know that uh, some of the family members of, of those who were killed in that shooting in 2012 wrote a letter to WB and said, uh, effectively, look, Here's where we're coming from. We Mm -hmm. have this trauma that we experience regularly, and we hope that you will not support politicians who bankroll the NRA and help us find a better gun regulation. Sure. Right? Right. And sure. Now, the story gets picked up in a number of different ways, and one of the elements that the story gets picked up and circulated around the world is this movie theater where the shooting happened, which, by the way, was torn down and then rebuilt. It's a totally new space mm-hmm. because no one wants to experience that. Right. No one wants to go into that theater ever again. Right. So it's a totally new space, but it is, of course, historic for this terrible reason. And uh, it is reported, and I can't confirm this because there has been no word from the theater, but it is reported that they won't be showing Joker there Hmm. for their own reason. Understand. Right. Now, the way that this story amplifies is Twitter, social media. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's got a phone in their pocket, has a keyboard at their fingertips, Mm -hmm. can fire off a hot take. Sure. And that take, I think, evolves into this, this thing where it's like
0: the movie's too... It's 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 inspiring shooters. That's the comp. That right? that's the that is the thing that yeah. I'm responding to. I'm responding to that. Yeah. This movie is inspiring, and I'm going. What? Well, so the reason I'm pointing this
1: out is just to say that I think it's not actually the violence specifically, but it's about the 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 specific context context around the character. As though the character is an inspiration for people who want to see chaos or be against the establishment. And for some reason, you know, the conversation, like any other movie or video game or whatever, it's like, look, this is going to inspire people to do bad things. How do you feel about this? I understand the source of the trauma. I think. I have a particular double standard here. I would mm. say Grand Theft Auto doesn't inspire people to break into cars and do shit, but I bet it does for some people. I and I would that say that a- Doom doesn't inspire people to pick up a gun and, and blow shoot people. But it does for some people.
0: I think that 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 is a that is a fair perspective. Like mm-hmm. the thing that I'm responding to that I don't understand mm-hmm. is the idea of this thing is going to do this. It's going to inspire people to do this mm-hmm. and I would go, maybe, sure, you know, I don't know that this particular movie is like the special catalyst, yeah that 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 needs dealing with. I think that it's a bigger conversation. And it's a much more holistic, nuanced conversation that we cannot drop at Todd Phillips and WB and DC and Joaquin Phoenix's feet. Exclusively. Exclu- correct. We can't dr- we can't plop it at their feet and go, huh, yeah. what you gonna do about this? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, mm,
1: make more movies? Like Which is I, one of I, the reasons is- why I appreciate that the letter from the, the families of the victims from the Aurora shooting, uh, the letter urged wb the company with all of their great power and resources to do something
0: and i I want to make systematically i want to make a distinction like i'm not even responding to that letter sure because that letter i think it's kind of gotten lost in the sauce i understand like i like that's not even what i'm talking about yeah i'm talking about what we're talking about which is the internet Uh uh-huh you know, like the resi- like the articles and the, is this, the, it, people are going to, this is going to inspire shootings and this is going to make people inspire people to, and I'm like, you know what else could inspire people to do it? Your headline. Sure. You know what else could inspire people to do it? You asking a question of whether it could inspire people to do it. Sure. You know, what else could inspi- inspire someone to do it? The color purple. Sure. Not the movie, but I mean like, you know literally the color in a crayon box. So I do think that if that's the conversation we're going to have, I think there's a much more holistic and nuanced conversation to have about why are people responding this way? Yeah, Similar to what makes a group of people see the character of Arthur Fleck as the Joker in this movie, in the context of the movie. What makes those people see it and act out in Crime Alley, sure. What makes the person see Arthur Fleck on the show, shoot the guy, and then find Thomas Wayne in the alley and go, "You get what you deserve." What what's what's happening there? Yeah, that makes that go on again. I don't think I think that the, I think that that's wrong, you know. And I also want to bring it full circle. The comic book guy in me goes, "Ooh, that's a clever way to make Crime Alley happen." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sure. look at that like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why. I mean, we often ask the question,
1: "Why would they walk through Crime Alley?" And this movie answers the question. So, yes, clever is absolutely the
0: word. You know. And when I say the Joker gang, just to, you, this, let me get my nerd thing together. These are people. Like you got to think about. Duh, yeah, Mister J. Sure, boss. Like, yeah. where does that guy? Where does that cartoon character come from? Right. What if he was a real person? He's a person who sees the Joker as an icon that goes yes, you get what you deserve. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to tell me that that's not who I want to be and that's not who I want my children to be. Yeah. But who is that person and how do they get there? Yeah. The person who's going to follow the Joker, the same person who's going to follow the Mansons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Sure. There's a certain kind of person who's going to do that. And as a bigger conversation than going, Quentin Tarantino shouldn't make this movie. Sure. It, yeah, and Tarantino, I'm sure,
1: has gotten his fair share of pushback on any one of his movies for good reason and for bad reason because of the way that he depicts violence yeah. or uh, racism or, or, or like anything, really anything. Yes, I think another thing that that fuels this um, here's the C word again, controversy. Uh-huh. Is we have such exposure to the thoughts and opinions of the filmmakers and the people who have worked yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, in, in my <clears throat> eyes they have presented a somewhat of a crass perspective on this and i'm I'm just going to use this word this is my word Mm -hmm. borderline reckless Mm -hmm. opinion where people are like do you think this is going to inspire people and todd phillips will say something like no don't be stupid and it's it just doesn't come off as thoughtful and again He's not the, the harbinger of these things. He doesn't teach morality. But it's the, the sort of thing that I have exposure to now, and I roll my eyes and be like, come on, man, you know you're working with this dangerous material. My man actually said, said verbatim that we weren't trying to push buttons with this movie. I'm like, you pushed every fucking button,
0: though. I, you I, wonder, what, I wonder what he means by that. Because sure. I find it, the way I interpret it is, it's art. Sure. You're expressing yourself... And, a, and I just find a hard time believing that Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips, every scene, as a director, you're trying to evoke something. You're trying to communicate something. Design is a job to do. Art plays a role in that. Like, there's intentionality in what you're doing. There's a theme. There's a tone. There's a desired audience response. Mm-hmm. And if you're telling me, Todd Phillips, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I ain't want nobody to have no feelings. I call BS. Mm -hmm. No, this movie is too good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's too well crafted for you to play dumb. Yes. Like I, I wasn't trying to do anything. Yes, you were. This sure. is Octave. This is Octavius's take. I don't buy that. Yeah, because it's too good. Uh, yeah. You don't trip, fall, and slip and make something like this. No,
1: no, no. It's not an accident. It's extremely well made.
0: And and as you and this is the part where I do get a little bit like more like my my opinion about this kind of stuff. This kind of frustrates me because it's like as a designer, as an artist, as a director, direction, intention. You're trying to do something have some doggone courage Mm -hmm. and say what you have to say. Sure. Or have enough courage and enough doggone media training to go, you know what? This is a question that I'd rather not address Mm -hmm. at this time. I'd like you to watch the movie Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be taking some time to have more conversation about it at a later date. Mm -hmm. But I refuse to accept, I I don't know. Like, no, no, don't give me that. And now look,
1: I'm just—I'll make the invite, I think, on behalf of both of us. Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips, anyone who worked on the set of this movie would love to sit with you. Would love to have a conversation. (laughs) I would love to. Of course. Because I would love to have that opinion not reach me by way of a subtweet of a news story because they were in the room— And they overheard. And because who knows? I don't actually know. We don't don't have
0: enough context to really know. Even direct
1: quotes at times can be used in a different framing and mean something different. So I'd love to know more, but it doesn't inspire confidence. When I catch wind, they're like, ah, you got asked this tough question, which makes sense. Do you think that this is a potentially dangerous movie for this time? And their response was to walk out of the interview. And it's like, "Ah,
0: come on. I heard about. I heard about that Joaquin Phoenix walking out. What yeah. I under, what I understand about that situation is Joaquin got asked the question. He was like, "What? No." Matter of fact, where's my publicist at? Mm-hmm. Let me let me go talk to somebody. Like, how should I be answering this? Mm, okay, that's what I understand that to be. He he got to going and he was like, "Let me stop. Let me catch myself. Let me go." address this in a professional manner. Sure. I have people who help me with this kind of thing. Sure. Let me go get help. Yeah. Um, but I am responding to the whole thing of, I, weren't, I wasn't trying to push buttons. Maybe you weren't trying to push buttons, but I'm, again, what does buttons mean to you? Sure. That might have meant, I wasn't trying to make people feel like that. Sure. Or I wasn't trying to evoke this kind of reaction. Sure. sure. But I, I would hope that that message wasn't, there was no intent for you to feel or be challenged. Couldn't possibly be the case. I could, the movie, it's too good. Yeah. And, the, and my reasoning is this is too good to be a mistake.
1: Yeah, and no one has ever made anything because they didn't want anybody to feel something. Right. Like uh, If that were the case, you just wouldn't have gone to the effort. But he
0: didn't say I didn't want you to feel anything. He said I didn't want you to push any buttons yeah so, so it's who knows what that really
1: means i think all of this is trying to break down and make sense of what this entire conversation is The, the, the this kind of hysteria this is not the first movie and it will not be the last movie in which people are saying this shouldn't come out it's reckless in nature it's dangerous yeah this is this will always continue to be the case yeah what's interesting to me is the older that i get the less naive i become about the the influence that media has over people. Mm -hmm. It really does. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely true. And I can't be the person to say, Todd Phillips, censor your material. Don't make that art. That's not necessary. You shouldn't be doing that. That's not morally responsible. I'm not going to be that person. But I will say that when I saw this movie, knowing of this controversy, Mm -hmm. and I watched the movie play out, and in the final scenes, I'm watching it, and I was thinking, I get it. I do understand.
0: I can see I why it. some people may be triggered. Oh yeah, I can see why some people may be angered or upset and bothered. And I think it's totally okay to say this is not a ride I want to get on.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, this is not for me. This is too much. Um, we talked. We. I am on record about my relationship with the movie Hereditary. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw it, I almost walked out three different occasions Mm -hmm. because I was that bothered by what I was watching. Yeah, And I stayed and I was able to get the full message of the movie. You know what I mean? And go, okay, this is one of the best movies that I've ever seen. And I'm very bothered by it at the same time. Yeah. You know? And I think similarly with this movie, it's totally okay to go, you know what? This is not for me. Actually, I would really encourage you as you're listening to our review, if there's anything that we're saying that makes you feel like... We actually got a phone call from one of, from one of my buddies before we started recording. Mm. And he was talking about, hey, I'm going to go see this movie. I'm bringing someone with, you, with me. Do you think that this would be good for them? And Adam and I both sat here and was kind of like, how can we explain this movie to you without telling you the movie and giving you... enough?" And I think what we ultimately concluded is, if you're wrestling... You might want to err on the side of caution.
1: And this is actually a, a, a particular circumstance surrounding this movie right now. Yeah. That I can't say that I've witnessed for other movies in which movie theaters are putting signage up on the box office or on the doors to the theater itself that explain, y'all, for real, this is an R-rated movie for these reasons you'd probably don't want your kids to be with you.
0: Batman is not in
1: this movie. Batman is not in this movie and is a, a, it's a bummer the whole time. All right? So, it's different. It's different and I think that's that is interesting in its own right. Yeah. Because this movie does something does a lot of things radically different for comic book movies. One of the first reviews that I read of this film Mm-hmm. says i think in the 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 headline of the movie uh, of the review it says something to the effect of joker changes comic book movies forever for good or for worse
0: i definitely because you know you were like this is a comic book movie and i was like is it yeah you know i think that this along this is like the next step from logan uh, yeah, you, know I mean? you take
1: out the healing factor, you take out the mutants, you take out the adamantium, you take out anything that could but pot- possibly put it in the realm of fiction and you make it about a, an old man who is clinging to his life. Yeah. And it, Yeah, but it, we've it always changes.
0: said that. We've always said that Logan was an old man at the end of his rope story, sure. That they used the adamantium claws to to get made. Yeah. You know, and I think that when you look at Joker, this really does show well, this is a large part of why we made comic book Junto in the beginning, because we take this literature, mm-hmm. you know, these stories seriously. We look at them and we analyze them and we sit here and we break them down and we go, this stuff is worth thinking about, sure. pondering about, considering, yeah. you know, processing and chewing and working through. And this movie, I think, really shows what this Intellectual property can be what Mm -hmm. you can do with the concept of the Joker. Yeah, where 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 can you take it? Where can you go with it? Mm -hmm. And I do think that people who are coming after this are going to go. Well, damn. Mm -hmm. When you look at Superman, you know I'm saying, like, you look at him and go. And I think that as we as geeks and fans of this 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 content we have a relationship with it and an expectation of what it's going to be like from how we've seen it. Yeah. You know? And I think as time goes on and people start to dig more and more into these stories, they're going to start taking more and more liberties with, like I explained the Joker in the beginning, which is what what is the basic, like, the essence of the Joker? And I hope they do. We don't have to tell, all right, what does Scott Snyder say? No, let's take the essence of this character and really tell and take here's the theme and here's the tone and here's the desired audience response and we're going to use the concept of this story like how many ways can you tell the story of greek mythology how many ways have we seen it sure you know and i think more and more we're going to start seeing people look at superheroes and villains and these comic book stories and go man i don't have to i can do a Gotham story, and I can do a Batman story. Yeah, and I don't even have to have him in a cape and a cow And that that is that is absolutely
1: something that I'm a big fan of. I really appreciate that this movie takes a lot of risks yeah. and goes boldly into places that we haven't gone before. Because I hope this paves the way for other filmmakers to do exactly what you described—to deconstruct these stories, these characters, these archetypes, and to explore them in a different way, in a totally fresh take. I can confidently say when it comes to this one, not for me. I'm excited Fair. about Fair. the the implication of of the way that it inspired storytellers and filmmakers, right. and what it can do with these these characters. Um, th- this particular romp, not for me.
0: It's interesting because there are people who are going to be like comic book IP. I'm in, yeah, and and I that's think the thing, right? Ten- we talk about this, <laughs> yeah.
1: like a comic book movie is a genre. But reality
0: is... It's like Westerns.
1: There's more than that. Yeah. Like, this is this is not comic book movie. Well... This isn't Marvel formula.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's interesting that, like, that topic of, like, is this a comic book movie? It's like, it's a movie. And you can just pick what genre you want to put it in. Sure. But I think at this point, a lot of people think comic book movie, they, they have the MCU as the standard. Yeah. Like that is what a comic book movie is and everything else. And I think where we're going now is like, it's a story based off of this intellectual property. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like we're going to have the Smurfs and then we're going to turn them into something that, people don't normally think of when they think of the smurfs and they're going to gritty those, smurfs
1: those aren't what you say we get gritty smurfs we finally get a gritty realistic
0: smurfs movie you know that's what hollywood's gonna do they go oh you like gritty realistic yeah
1: yeah give me that original smurf i want to know the origin yeah. i want to know what's what's Papa going smurf on comes with Papa in.
0: Smurf. what's up yeah yeah i he, ain't gonna keep telling y'all over and over again that's right you understand Who's me? the bad
1: guy in the smurfs
0: uh, Gargamel. Gargamel, oh yeah. Gargamel
1: Gar- comes in. Finally, the Smurfs rise up, you know, and they just take, take that action to Gargamel. Kill him. <laughs> Gargamel's like, what? What are you doing?
0: <laughs> I, this, is, this defies my expectations. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Leave us Smurfs alone. Trolls, the movie. Yeah, Trolls, instead of being these cute cartoons that are based off of toys. Yeah, they just bully people online now. Wow. Because it's real. Wow. Because it's real like that. We
1: did it. I don't want that. I don't want that treatment. Let's talk about- So this is uh, my my last insight, and I Mm -hmm. I, I know you have something else. My last insight is, I think this is one of the the most dangerous, if I can use the word, aspects of the movie is, this movie is not like other comic book movies, uh, but it does still have an installed fan base. This Mm -hmm. movie is- Unlike anything else that you've seen when it comes to using an, a comic book IP, this movie is very similar to a movie like uh, um, Taxi Driver, which is yeah. disturbing yeah. And, and 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 wild, uh, but it has an installed fan base. Yes, it does. So y'all are gonna see it. Anyway. Anyway. And it makes me wonder about loyalties. If you're a fan of Joker, will you see this movie and love it just on his face? Because it's it's your guy.
0: Well, or not is it on going to face. be
1: extremely disturbing for a number of different reasons? Yeah. I find that this movie is slowly evolves Arthur Fleck into Joker into an icon with mm. the suit and the look and mm. the hair and the face and the swagger. And there's a sense of confidence that develops as soon as Arthur decides, fuck it. I'm leaning into being crazy. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for all of these reasons because yeah. I've been let down time and time again. I have no one who I can rely on. This is just how I'm going to exist from now. I'm a chaos agent. But he, we, we talked about this a little bit before our, our pod. He does eventually, I think, reach a cool factor. Hmm. And the lighting is just right, and his posture is good, and his arms are crossed, and he's smoking a cigarette. And it's just like, in uh, years ago, many years ago, I would have looked at that and said, this guy's awesome. I'm printing that out. Why, is, he, that, why
0: is that? Why awesome? You
1: know, I just think he maybe, looked awesome.
0: Maybe there's just a, something that I disc- I'm i not connected to. Uh huh. Like... What is awesome about? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I got it. Yes, I got it. Okay. I got it. Yeah, I want to hear this. I think I got it. You know who Nino Brown is? No. Okay, I have to use a reference that's not 100% black.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm really Uh, sorry. When you told me to stay black, I I let it slip for a minute and I'm 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 just Nino Brown.
0: Well, let me just put it this way gangsters. Yes. You know? Oh yeah. You 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 see people in gangster movies and you go, oh man. Oh yeah. That guy's cool. Mm-hmm. Or like hip hop and just being a boss and being a drug dealer and a drug lord. Absolutely. And so and so and so. There's a coolness about it. There's a like, even yeah, though they do terrible shit. Yeah, I yeah. see. Yeah. I thought maybe it's because I never looked at the Joker and I was like me. You yes, know what I mean? Sure. Like. And I don't generally. The Joker
1: is not my favorite character by a long shot. He's not my favorite villain. By
0: Overall, a long shot. I don't see myself. I don't look at. I don't. Well, here's the thing. Here's how I look at villains. I go, if not for the grace of the Lord, that's me.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: I know, and I believe that I am completely capable of being Arthur Fleck. Hmm. I'm capable. Okay. I'm not on my way. That's not my trajectory. That's not the road I'm walking down. Uh-huh. But I know that if God doesn't keep me, uh-huh. I know that if I don't take good care of myself, I know that I'm capable of doing some bad stuff. You're saying the joker just needs to go to church from time to time? That's not what I'm saying. Get that wafer? Um, <laughs> yeah, all he needs is to take <laughs> communion. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is I believe. I believe That there's a bad guy in me. Hmm. There's a villain in me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's possible. Mm -hmm. We're like, I believe, I believe that it's possible for me to be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. You know, like some of the worst stuff out there that we see that is a person doing it. Mm -hmm. That's not a cartoon character it's a real person uh-huh. you know what i mean sure who i don't think when they were a child was like i'm gonna grow up and become a mass murderer yeah that's what i want to do uh-huh. you know and what i'm saying is i don't think that it's impossible mm-hmm. for a certain circumstance to happen and what i know is i need to be kept in order i need to be held together mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying? Like. And that's why I look at situations and I go, if, if I don't do my own due diligence, if I don't keep myself in order, specifically in the black community, mental health, seeing a therapist, making sure you take... You know what I mean? You've got to do things to keep yourself put together. Yeah, no doubt. Because if you don't, you got to keep maintenance or it's going to decay. It's going to break. It's going to fall apart.
1: Well, I think you that's one of the, the, one of the weird things about this movie is I, I we got to see Arthur try... We saw Arthur try to keep it together. Yeah. And in the end, part of the moral of the story, at least, is even though he tried, try and try and try as he might, mm-hmm. the system got to him. And it's the system's fault.
0: If you look at if like we've talked about this before, and I'll just give you the short version of this. If you take a community, you put crack in the community, mm-hmm. you put drugs in the community. You crack. You put police in the community. You crack down on the drugs. Mm-hmm. You crack down on the guns. You take the fathers and put them in jail. Yeah. You leave the mothers by themselves. You leave the boys and the girls to be raised by themselves. You stigmatize them. Yeah. You systemically do it. Superheroes? Yeah, maybe not. No. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like what I'm saying is circumstances do play a role in the villains we see mm-hmm. so you go to the hood and you go this place is horrible you go to What? What? Well, what is this place mm-hmm. you see black people you know you see like, what why can't you get it together and you go I'm sorry what sure like there are circumstances Like, if you watch the movie, you watch the documentary, you know, 13th by Ava DuVernay, like, you see, oh, there are circumstances that play a role in people being how they are. It it doesn't, you don't get to blame it on completely, but you can't ignore the fact that some of the monsters that we deal with are, we play a role in making them. I agree. And that's why when I see stuff like that, I go, if it's not for the grace of the Lord, Mm -hmm. that's me. Yeah. If my circumstances are different, if I wasn't born where I was born and put where I was put and had what I had and didn't have what I didn't have, that could be me. Sure. And I'm thank. And that makes me thankful. That makes me appreciative. That makes me, you know, it it, it, it creates a gratefulness in me. Sure. That goes. And it, but also creates like a sympathy as well. That's like, dang, that could be me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. thankfully, it's not. So what role do I play now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. So I'm not saying I'm on the verge of uh, painting my face. I don't think so. I don't think so. Deeply offensive to
1: my people, (laughs) of course. White face. Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Uh, Anyway.
0: Anyway, letter grades. Yeah, let's get to it. Yes. I got an A, man. You give it an A. An A. Yeah, okay. All right, what what gives it an A? How's it? I feel like this craft, the craft of the story. I mean, the craft of the movie, amazing. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix performance, Oscar worthy, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. nomination for sure. I don't know that I've seen a better movie this year, and that's not because. And I think based off this conversation, you know, it's not uh, uh cause the Joker. Mm-hmm. No, it's nah. It's just the story. It's just the 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 theme of it mm-hmm. the the way that he the, the tone that he told it in the cinematography the way that they they gathered captured the shots the the way it made me feel the emotional roller coaster like i left there going man this is an experience sure that I have not had in a long time. Uh-huh. And the movies that stand out to me the most at this age are the movies that make me feel something. Another movie like this, The Farewell. Another movie like this this year, Peanut Butter Falcon. There are these movies that make me feel something. Mm-hmm. that made me go, dag. I don't know if I felt this when I was watching. I didn't feel this when I was watching Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah. You know no what doubt, I'm saying? No like, yeah. so... And Joaquin Phoenix's performance as Arthur Fleck slash the Joker is just like... It's really something else. It's amazing. That's why yeah. I give it an A. One yeah. of the best movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. What you got?
1: I have a lot of anxiety around this part of the show because I don't know how to grade this. Uh, there's a part of me that wants to grade it on execution, on craft, and and everything you just said, mm-hmm. it, that rings true. I'm not going to forget this anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't feel as though I want to award this with a high grade because I, I emotionally didn't care for it. Sure. And I don't want to see it again soon. And, uh, and so I'm trying to balance, you know, just because you can make it and make it well, does that mean it's meaningful or good? I am I'm, I'm taking a lot of different feelings and trying to string them together and make something. Well, it's your grade, man. I know. And and so this is part of it. You know, I'm just like pulling back the curtain a little bit to tell you what's, what's going on here. Yeah. This is like, I, 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 I assigned a project to all my students and I got a paperback and it's just deeply disturbing. It's like I'm freaking manifesto. And I'm like, Oh no, I need to talk to your parents. I need to call people in. You wrote, we gotta C have, me. we gotta write. I, I didn't even write, see me. I said, what's your mom's number? Cause we, we gotta have a meeting without you. And, <laughs> but at the same time I'm looking at it and thinking, wow, oh, this is incredibly well written. This is really smart. This is really, uh, uh, uh perceptive. Right. And so I'm, a, am at a conflict. So I'm going to compromise some, and I'm going to give this a B. Mm -hmm. It is a better than average film. Absolutely. No doubt. Yes. No doubt. The implications of of it are uh, uh, far-reaching and a little bit scary to Mm -hmm.
0: me. Mm -hmm. I I agree with those things that you just said. Yeah. There is a scariness that Arthur Fleck, as you watch it and you go, there's an Arthur Fleck, in North Philly, probably. Oh man, I can't even with that. I mean, I'm not trying to be. I'm not, but like, there, you know what I'm. You know what I I'm do, saying? I like, do. there, there's a. There, like, who do you think the people are that we read about? You know what I'm saying? When well, you see a, them th- on, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, yes,
1: yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know. I, this this movie this movie and made me uncom- this movie made me uncomfortable in a way that I'm like I'm 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 just not comfortable with yes and yes. Uh, I, I in in that way it didn't make me feel good I I wasn't thankful for the experience per se mm. I just kind of rocked by it and I hope at some point in in the future, I get to revisit this with a a really different lens, a different outlook and, and celebrate it for all the things that it does. uh, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll put you down for that. Let me add that to my calendar for 2029. Uh, and I, I don't know, man, I I felt so, so deeply bothered by this movie in a way that I did not expect to. Yeah. So I'm, I'm giving it a, a, a B because I, I think on execution alone, it earns
0: that, um, but i didn't like it fair enough fair yeah. enough complicated experience we've had at the movies yeah a very long conversation Could not, had honestly, couldn't not honestly comic book junta we we couldn't not do with that there's a lot to unpack in this there's there's a lot to unpack in this and uh, i'm sure this will be something that we'll be talking about for the rest of the year into award season and we'll be referencing more and more as we bring up batman and mm-hmm. joker and there's already rumors of does this connect to what Matt Reeves is doing? Is this Joker the one that's been around? You know that would be meaningful to me. I would actually love to see Batman punch
1: this Joker. I'd I love mean, that. but
0: like the 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 implication that I get, sure, is that this is the world that Bruce Lee Bruce Lee. Damn. Bruce, Bruce but you got to think about a Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. that grows up in that mm-hmm. even that goes this would produce a Batman mm-hmm. if there was one yeah, sure. you'd see the Joker you'd see this guy on. you can watch it on television it's mm-hmm. on you know what I mean like your yeah. parents are killed you hear them say you get what you deserve you watch it you're standing there and the final part the final moment of the movie where he's sitting there And he's laughing. It's a genuine laugh. I don't know if it's a genuine laugh. He goes, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about a joke. And then it shows the camera moving backwards as Bruce Wayne is standing there with his parents dead in Crime Alley. Mm -hmm. And she goes, do you want to share the joke? And he goes, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. Yeah. And it's because that is peak Joker. Your pain is funny to him. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's funny. Like, I've lived my entire life poor, broken, and and sick. Mm -hmm. And you know what's funny? In all your rich, in all your richness, you're going to grow up tormented just like me. Mm -hmm. That's funny. And that is the Batman I know. Mm -hmm. The Batman I know. And and, 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 I'm going to shut up after this because we got to go. But in this, in watching Arthur Fleck, I was sitting there going, I bet you Batman is just like this. Hmm. I bet you Batman, you know, when he's, like, pulling, pulling apart the boot and, you know, like, you can see him shaking and, like, trying to, like, hold himself together. You got to hmm. think about a guy, again, think about a guy who dresses up in a freaking bat suit and beats people up every night. And we've seen the pictures of scars and bruises and cuts all over his back hmm. and basically has... You know, lives two different lives. It's two different personalities, if not more. If you put in, you know, matches Malone and da 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 da. That guy is nuts. Yeah, sure. Bruce Wayne is nuts. And if you see your parents killed in front of you, and you go off and do all that kind of stuff, that this Batman would probably grow up, and he might not ever engage with the Joker. But I could see why, Mm -hmm. if this is what Gotham is, sure. You'd go, I don't want this to ever happen to anyone ever again. I'm going to dedicate my life to fighting and protecting this horrible place that's Gotham and making it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, man. We shall see how that pans out. What did you guys think of this movie? Two hours in. (laughs) What did you guys think of it? You could have uh, either gone to watch the movie for two hours. You could listen to us talk about it. That's right. What's your letter grade for it? Is it an A, B, C, D, F? Did you guys have any thoughts about what we talked about? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Is there anything that we missed? Please let us know on Twitter, at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto. Let us know what you guys thought of this movie. Did you give it an A? Would you give it? Are you going to see it again? Are you disturbed by it? Did you want to leave? We just want to know what you guys felt about the movie as you watched it. That's right. You can check us out. Also on YouTube, we're going to do a trailer reactions there. Our Facebook group, once again, feel free to join us there and talk to us and have conversations. And we just appreciate you guys listening to us for this long. And we've got more stuff coming in the future. So, Adam, you got anything else? No, that's all I got, man. After all these
1: conversations about this movie in particular, I'm just straight exhausted. I can see it on your face. Yeah.
0: So let's get out of here. We love you guys. Until next time, peace. (laughs)